Good morning on this Thursday morning. I want to welcome you to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about the different ages and dispensations, talking about the age of grace of which Paul was made a minister. Today we're going to start off and pick up right where we left off. Colossians chapter 1 verse 25 says, Whereas or whereof, I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given unto me for you to fulfill the word of God. Verse 26 and 27, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. Notice who it's made manifest to, to his saints. And then we, in turn, can preach and teach the unbeliever and the believer to make known exactly what this is all about. And Paul says in verse 27, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The resurrection of Jesus Christ made it possible for us through his blood on the cross not only to have the forgiveness of sins, have our spirit quickened and made alive unto God again since we were dead in our sins and trespasses, but it made it possible for the Holy Spirit to make residence in our lives. Know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? He dwelleth in us. He dwells in the believer. Those that have been made alive, our spirit has been quickened. Therefore, we can have fellowship and communion with God because of it. We're restored back to fellowship. It's all done by grace and through faith. Nothing of our own. It's all God's mercy. And Paul here opens up this mystery. We that were Gentiles, that had absolutely no hope, no promise, no God, no nothing, all of a sudden are made part of that one body that Jesus Christ wanted to bring together, that is the Jews and the Gentiles, through the gospel of his grace. And the scripture says in Acts chapter 2, to verse 39, going back to where we were reading earlier. For the promise is unto you, that's you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So see, generations and generations and, and time has passed by, and we're here at about over 2,000 years since Jesus Christ was crucified, buried, and resurrected, and the promise is still active. It was not limited to a week, to a month. It was not limited to just the age of the apostles, that when they died off, everything else would be canceled, and that was the end of that. But it's unto you, unto your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Have you been called by God? Have you been called by the Lord Jesus Christ? 
If you have, then you're part of this prophetic declaration. It says, And many other words he did testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. And then, verse 41, Then they were they that gladly received the word were baptized, and that same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Now let's understand a couple of things here, not getting in depth to the doctrine of baptisms according to the book of Hebrews, but simply looking at what they understood. They understood the meaning of baptism, water baptism. They understood it completely. It was not something new. It was not some foreign doctrine. But they understood that being baptized was literally saying that they were accepting the doctrine and the teaching that was being taught by the individual. But Paul goes a step further and he says, that when we are baptized in water unto Christ, when we're baptized, it is like having been not only crucified with Christ and died with him, but having been buried. And here's the awesome part. You don't stay under the water for the rest of your life. Because you would have to be buried if it was for that long. But you come back up like Jesus did as the first fruits of the resurrection. You have been literally resurrected in your spirit, having been made alive by the word that was engrafted, by the word that was planted, by the word which came of God. You were born again of an incorruptible seed making it possible for you to be alive unto God. And because you are now alive unto God, resurrected unto Him in your spirit, then now it is possible that the body of death, which is the physical body of which Paul talked about in the book of Romans in chapter 7, who will deliver me from this body of death, that body now can become an instrument of God, an instrument of righteousness. Every part of the body can now be at his disposal to use to bring glory and honor to him through the works that he touches your life and heart to accomplish. 3,000 souls are added. Interestingly enough, on the day of Pentecost, when the law was given by Moses and Israel was to be wed to God, to be his wife, the covenant that was made, the covenant that was established, on that day, 3,000 souls died. They were killed for having played, literally, literally played, and they were killed, about 3,000 of them. But on this Pentecost, 3,000 souls are saved unto God. Now, this is interesting, as we've read in chapter 2 of the book of Acts, the story behind Pentecost. 
But let's look at some other things that are interesting that are involved in there. On that day that the Holy Spirit was received, the two loaves that we've been talking about that were waved at the temple for the beginning of the wheat harvest, which, remember, was also called the latter first fruits harvest, these two loaves contained laven. Now, laven is representative of sin in the scripture, anything that has laven. Yet the first loaf that was presented before God 50 days earlier, which was waved before God, representing the sinless life, perfect life of Christ, just one loaf was waved before God at the temple. And here the Jews would wave this loaf, or we'll call it the Omer too, because that's what it actually was, an Omer of, that was a quantity of the wheat that they had gathered. And it says, uh, of the temple at the beginning, <clears throat> at the beginning of this day of celebration. But at the same time that they were doing that, in the city of Jerusalem, God was beginning to do a work where the body of Jews and Gentiles would be brought together as one man in Christ. The two tablets are given as part of the law or the law on, <clears throat> on Mount Sinai, the giving of the law was also given twice because Moses had to break the first set. And the law was exactly that which was given, the law. But here on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost is given. And Peter's words to this whole account, as we had read yesterday in Acts chapter 2, verse 16, but this is that. This is that, what you're seeing right now happening, <clears throat> the tongues that are being spoken, the glorifying of God that you're hearing right now, these men that are not drunk with wine, this thing that is taking place right now that you've all heard about, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Now, what did Joel have to say? Well, when you go to the book of Joel in chapter 2, verse 28, it says, And it shall come to pass afterwards. Notice the difference. Peter says, this is that. He's looking back at what Joel says. But Joel says, looking forward, this is what's going to happen. See how prophetic it is? And why the feast of the Lord are prophetic in nature because of what they reveal and unveil. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. But yet in Genesis, the promise or the judgment was in 120 years, all flesh will die. Now, all of a sudden, 
God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh so that he can have individuals whose bodies were dead because of sin and trespasses now as vehicles and instruments of his honor and of his glory. And not only to us, but it says, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Now remember, prophesy is not always just simply saying something about the future. But the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. In verse 29 of Joel chapter 2, it says, And upon the servants and upon the handmaidens, in those days I will pour out my out of my spirit. So see, we are living at any given point in time in history, we are living where there are servants and handmaidens in those days, and God will pour out of his spirit upon them. Verse 30 and 31. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. And it says in verse 31, The sun shall be turned to darkness, the moon into blood, before that great and terrible day of the Lord come. So now right here we're talking about the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Feast number 1, 2, and 3, which would be the Passover, unleavened bread, and first fruits portrayed the coming of Jesus into this earth. But the next four feasts portrayed Jesus coming back from heaven to this earth. So that's another point that we've got to eventually discuss. Now it says in Ephesians, in chapter 2, verse 15, having abolished in his flesh, this is Jesus, the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to make in himself of two one new man, so making peace. Remember the Jews and the Gentiles. Verse 16 of Ephesians 2. And that he might reconcile both, remember the two loaves, unto God in one body. By the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Verse 17, and came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. And then it says in verse 18 and 19, for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father, whether you're a Jew or you're a Gentile. Having so much more to cover, with the Lord's help, we will look at that tomorrow. I pray that you will ask God to help you understand the importance of the Feast of Pentecost, even in your life today, because you are a living proof of it not only having taken place about 2,000 years ago, but the pouring out of His Spirit upon your life and living Jesus, His life, through your body. It's his life. It's my body. The Lord bless you richly in Jesus' name. Consider that for food for thought. Amen.